Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. You're listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. Come visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions and exhibitions, our blog and newsletter, view videos of our artist's work, and listen to artist interviews from this show. Today, our guest is Javier Morales. Welcome to An Artist Speaks, Javier. Hi. How are you? Doing great. Uh, let's start off Perfect. the show today by having you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself. Perfect. Okay. So as you mentioned before, my name is uh, Javier Villar Morales. It's, it's like two surnames. And uh, I'm a 36-years old man from Spain, uh, from Zaragoza, small, like the fifth town from Spain. So I began my studies with uh, with art history like, a long time ago. And uh, at the same time I was studying art history, I was studying music at the conservatory here in Zaragoza. So when I finished, uh, I didn't finish any of them, but uh, I quit the conservatory to to get into world percussion, and basically it's what I do now. I mean, I was as a professional musician. I dedicate my time like rehearsing and uh, preparing repertoires for different bands, uh, as well as I work with photography and uh, try to do some writing and uh, different things, but professionally I work as a musician. And uh, about my hobbies, uh, I can uh, say a little bit of my hobbies, basically anything related to culture, like cinema, like reading, I love reading, traveling of course, like anything related to culture really, anything that's worth it, of course. Well, when did you first become interested in doing photography, Javier? Well, photography, I've always been interested in photography, but uh, getting uh, more serious about it, uh, it happened uh, kind of two years ago when I was living in Moscow. I moved to Moscow, Russia, like three years ago. And uh, it happened, I was living there, and then I got a message, an SMS from my brother here in Zaragoza, uh, mentioning a, like a photography competition that was taking place here in Zaragoza and he encouraged me to participate in this competition. So I did and I sent three of my photos to this competition. Uh, after a while, 
he sent me back an SMS uh, letting me know that I had been at war with the third prize of the competition. So after coming back to Zaragoza and getting the prize, I I started thinking uh, more serious about photography. So as soon as I went back to Moscow, I did a little bit of research about different uh, competitions, awards, like open submissions and different things and uh, I just go I try to get serious and, and try to invest a little bit of money every month like like sending submissions to different galleries and places and uh, I mean so far it worked pretty well it happened only in six months because after August I went to South America but in six months uh, uh, I I was quite content and happy with the result and the outcome of all these participation and, and award and competition sending. So I was happy with it. So basically, all my photography involvement comes from that point. Well, do you uh, purposely go out uh, with your camera saying, I'm going to shoot pictures today, or do you just keep a camera with you during your uh, daily events? Well, uh, if I tell you the truth, the way that I began working with photography was not with the camera. It was with an iPad. Uh, I was uh, I had my Android on me most of the time in Moscow. Of course, when mm-hmm. you travel, you always carry your camera with you, but uh, just like something uh, casual, it's nothing serious. But the serious stuff about photography happened not with a camera, but with an Android. And it happened in Moscow, so I was getting photos of basically everything, everything. And it's a, it's a really intense place in terms of portraits, in terms of faces, in terms of uh, urban visions and, and things like impacting and, and deep things. It's, it's a really interesting place. Russia itself, the whole country. But Moscow is a really strong place to get such. Yeah. So it happens that way, yeah. Well, once you've taken the image, uh, do you use uh, any other type of uh, computer program uh, to enhance or edit the image? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Uh, I must say that for me, editing uh, is, a, is a really important part of my process. Uh, basically, because I try to escape from standard and casual images that we can see any day at any moment, and uh, it's my uh, through editing uh, I try to approach my my personal vision, uh, my personal goal, what I have in my mind, and uh, it just happened that, that most of the time. It happens uh, through editing because I I start putting veils and different filters and different layers, and with these layers, uh, uh, I mean, uh, I got really happy with the outcome from the very beginning, and uh, I didn't uh, I didn't quit from that process. I just carried on with that process. It's like uh, it, it was. Calling me, I, I love the the result and I love the outcome of what I was getting from uh, from day vision. So so I just kept on that process. 
Yeah, so the qu the answer is yes. Yes. The answer is that I do lots of editing. But it's like well, I I can tell you uh, I can tell you that I try to approach as much I as, as much as I can uh uh painting vision. So it's, I try to escape from a photo vision and I try to get my photographies as close as possible to a painting vision, to a really plastical vision. So probably uh, as the reason why I love uh, using editing, I love using filters so much because it approaches uh, my work to, to a painting uh, plasticity. Well, I know in the images that you uh, had submitted in the competition, uh, they they look like black and white images. But I'm then I'm guessing that you um, edited those images through filters and stuff to get that uh, that final image. Then is that correct? Yeah, yeah, it's correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not it's not matter for me if, if they have to be black and white, if they have to be mm -hmm. sepia, if they have to be green, yellow, or pink. It doesn't make any difference <laughs> to me. The, the important thing is the outcome. Not the color, not the process, not the program. Whatever I use is okay. I'm, I'm not, let's say, a purist in terms of photography. Mm -hmm. Anything is valuable if you can get... Uh, to, to the outcome you're pursuing. Well, is there any other uh, photographers or has there been an, another individual that has influenced your work? Yeah, well, there are plenty of them, uh, both mm -hmm. photographers, painters, sculptors. There are many of them. But uh, to mention a few of them, I can, uh, I can uh, begin with photography, uh, mm -hmm. I'm really fond of uh, old kind of pictorialists that they try to use their lens uh, out of focus. I mm -hmm. really, I really like the the kind of image. And uh, even though my photographies don't tend to be out of focus, but they tend to be quite dirty in. in uh, in terms that that you can see the traces of the work, it's like when you're doing a painting and you have still the lines of your pencil. I like leaving mm -hmm. the lines of the pencil to see the the work process, and uh, even it's not the same because uh, there is not a work process on my photographies. But I like to give this hint of a work process, even if it's, if it didn't happen. So photographers, as uh, the question. Uh, uh, as an answer for the question, photographers uh, would be Margaret Cameron. It's like she's considered mm -hmm. one of the, the mother of uh, pictorialism. Like, of course, the the masters like Cartier, Brisson, Brazai, like Stichlich, like others like Roger Ballen is a is a modern one. Is working actually with the band with the Anvort, the Anvort, yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. other photographers like basically pictorialism in Russia. They have incredible pictorialists, and I mean mm -hmm. basically in all countries they have very good pictorialists. But uh, I love pictorialism, and yeah, Man Ray, of course. I mean the great ones, mm -hmm. they are like basics. Uh, they are always there. 
that's in terms of photography. In terms of painting, uh, mm -hmm. I love uh, expressionism. I love symbolism. I love prefalites. I love uh, uh, 19, rising 19th century painters. There are many of them. Just to mention a few, I could say like um, Millet. I could say like Repin, like many like symbolist, uh, symbolist uh, or expressionist, for example, like autodicts. Like basically, in, into these three artistic movements, like most of them are great painters. So yeah. I mean, what moves me is uh, basically expressionism, symbolism, all images, picturalism. Yeah, I I always try to move around that that stuff. Yeah, and there is actually there is a painter, really unknown painter from uh, Russia, called Pavel Demidenko. That mm -hmm. is uh, is one of my favorites with uh, Nicholas Rerich as well. Yeah, but they are just like isolated somehow. Yeah, but basically that's the answer. Well, you certainly are well traveled, uh, Javier. Uh, <laughs> what what takes you on your travels uh, predominantly? Is this just uh, vacations, or is it uh, for work that type of thing? Well. Uh, at the beginning, I was traveling a lot because of uh, music. I was going to different uh, music courses. I was mm -hmm. attending like seminars, week seminars in different places like Italy, like Greece, America, like US, USA, or or worlds like Scotland, Germany, like different places, different places. Mm -hmm. Apart from that, traveling itself, uh, as I mentioned before, studying music. Uh, uh, taking photographies. Uh, there are lots of different things, like India, for example. When I went to India, I went to India to study music as well. But at the beginning, you think you're, you're going there just to study music, and uh, you end up doing anything but studying music. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I did study music, but I did many other things apart from studying music, of course. But, yeah, traveling, vacation, the, the concept of vacation is, uh, I don't really like that concept because I think to travel is something that that involves uh, something more serious than just laying back and relaxing. Uh, it's something, mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of compromised from your side. You need to be committed with the with the journey itself and you need to give yourself to the journey and to get most of it but from a photographical point of view from a, a musical point of view from a human point of view like meeting people giving yourself to people to the people that you meet yeah so it's, it's an intense experience it's just not for me just not a matter of going somewhere relaxing for five days for seven days and coming back home mm -hmm. yeah 
Well, Javier, I think this is a good spot to take a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, uh, let's talk about uh, some of the uh, images that you'd entered into the competition here at Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Absolutely, perfect. Let's go for it. And I want to let our listeners know that you can view and purchase Javier Vela Morales' artwork by going to Contemporary Art Gallery Online, click on the search gallery tab under the artist's name and follow it to Javier Morales' name. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants, so if you're an artist seeking gallery representation, click on the artist member tab and follow the prompts under the member application process. And if you're a designer or an architect or just a lover of great art who believes art can turn a house into a home, then come visit us and review some of the wonderful art created by some of the finest artists in North America and from around the world. You can search by style, medium, color, size, or by the individual artist. And again, to view Javier Pilar Morales' art, just click on the search gallery and then follow the prompts to Javier Pilar Morales' name. Well, Javier... Um, the images uh, that you submitted, I'm, were these taken in Russia? Mm-hmm. All of them. All of them. Yeah. All of them? Well, the, let's talk about uh, the mourner. Tell the audience uh, about that uh, image. Well, uh, it's an interesting one. Uh, it happened one day when I was getting in metro, as I was doing every day. I was working there as a Spanish teacher, so I was using metro every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just happened one day that I go into metro, and uh, right the moment that I go into metro, I just saw this lady sitting there. It was like it, it was so stunning. The, the, the the grief, the state of grief, the state of pain that she was holding mm-hmm. on her face that I just couldn't escape from from just keep on uh, staring at her. So I so I did, and I was using a method with my Android that I was uh, holding my Android. Uh, I was faking that I was reading. I was putting my Android mm-hmm. on a silent mode. So nobody was looking at me. Nobody was realizing I was I was actually trying to to get a photo. So I was just faking. I was reading. And at the moment I saw she was not looking at me. Actually, this one didn't look at me during the whole time. She was so much into her own world. So didn't even realize mm-hmm. I exist. So so I didn't mm-hmm. have a problem at all. So I just sat down, and uh, one of the benches uh, inside of the wagon, and I just started directly without fear, without anything. Uh, I just started taking photos of her, trying to be discreet, of course, not trying to be too invasive, but I just uh, couldn't control myself taking photos because uh, she was not changing uh, the vision. She was not changing her profiles, her features. She was not changing her features. So, so I mean, it was, a, it was an incredible opportunity. And uh, mm-hmm. is what I did. So I got the photo, and afterwards uh, I started uh, editing the photos and the possibilities the photo was giving me. And as I mentioned before, t- 
you see this image of this lady, like plain image of a lady in grief, uh, you can see in many different places. But what uh, what really uh, what really got me to to get to this point that uh, that you can see on the image on the mourner is that I just thought I had to get out of focus the. the the borders of the the photo themselves, and just focus on the image and focus on the face of the lady. So, so mm -hmm. it's what I did. And apart from that, giving this uh, this orange color, this sepia color, is like I don't know if it was a random. It could have been black and white. It could have been more greenish. But I think the red is uh, is really it appeals to me most of the time because red is quite mm -hmm. an intense color. And red has mm -hmm. lots of connotations of uh, no kind of no easy artificial things. Let's say so. So yeah, it's, it's the choice I made using that color, and I think the the outcome was uh, I was quite content and quite satisfied with the outcome. Yeah, so that's the story behind this lady. Well, it's a very moving photograph. And the other thing I like, and I noticed on several of the other photos uh, that you had submitted, it almost has this, uh, like a real old photograph look to it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's what I mentioned at the beginning, that uh, mm -hmm. I feel so close to all these photo styles, like pictorialism and people trying to... Mm -hmm. To, to leave an imprint of oldness on their photos. And uh, it's what I try to do, because uh, to begin with, uh, when using most of the po photos that people are posting, uh, people are trying to get uh, or successful or get through it, uh, are really neat and they are really clean and really, like, really sharp. And uh, I try to escape from that point. This is the thing that mm -hmm. uh, I think there are different uh, approaches to to uh, successful image, and you can have really neat and clean approach, or you can have the opposite approach. You can have a kind of dirty approach, and uh, mm -hmm. I go more for the dirty approach if you want to call it so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a way to call it. I don't know how to call it, but uh, I would call it a dirty, like living. Living front, living traces, living, living dirty bits and things on the photo that that is is kind of unusual. And uh, 2016, 2015, mm -hmm. you expect yes. from people to to present and and yeah to to pose or to send out a really clean and nice photo, nice colors, mm -hmm. precise colors. But I try to to escape from that point. Well, yes, it looks uh, kind of like the uh, the very early photographs. I'm trying to think of uh, of the what they call that, but the, the real early photographs and early photography has got that uh, graininess exactly. look to it. Yeah, exactly. Noise. I mean, noise. The, the, the thing about noise in, in photography is something that. Mm -hmm. Really works for me. It really works for mm -hmm. me. I love noise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then another image that you submitted was called the lonely observant. Mm -hmm. 
tell us uh, about yeah. that image. Well, the lonely observant is another one, but that one realized that I was uh, <laughs> I was sitting her. She realized that she was quite in front of me, right in front of me, and uh, sometimes she was looking. Uh, different places, but she saw the length of my Android, and she just realized that, that I was taking a photo. So as you can see in the lonely observant that she's right staring at me. Uh, Why well, is good at the same time because uh, even though I'm kind of invading her own privacy and space, but many times I was having this. Uh, kind of discussion with friends and they were telling me but what you're doing is not right because you're invading people's intimacy and I was telling them well but if people were not invading other people's intimacy can you tell me where a live photo reportage would be would not exist because photo reportage somehow is invasion of people's intimacy so it's like you know if, if you don't risk it you don't get it <laughs> So it's, uh, I try to respect as much as I can the person that uh, I'm photographing, but if I don't go a little bit beyond the line, that photography would not exist. So it's a difficult issue, but but I'm sorry, but I cannot, I cannot help doing that small invasion, if you want to call it so. So this lady happened exactly the same. She was uh, wearing really old-fashioned clothes, as you can see on the image. Mm -hmm. uh, it right. was uh, uh, it was another clear image of grief and on uh, really intense and, and kind of complicated inner world, and uh, it just caught my attention big time. So I, I just I I couldn't escape from taking the, the image. It just happened at this point that uh, instead of being uh, non-observed, I was observed by by by, by the the chosen one. Uh, and about the edition, the editing process, and the color, I uh, chose this one to be kind of more black and white. Mm -hmm. uh, it simply is a matter of process because when you start doing the editing uh you try to approach the the photo in many different ways and you try to, you try to approach the photo with many different colors with many different filters with many different layers and you just realize mm -hmm. it's not working for that photo it's not working for that image or for the expression or for the depth of what what the the photograph person is showing so this one was uh calling for black and white for me and is what I is what I decided to to mm -hmm. to implement and to put black and white, and it's what I did. It's just like I think actually that one photo could express totally different uh, sensations and feelings, just like changing mm -hmm. uh, really small things on the photo, really small things. Mm -hmm. uh, and actually, it's one thing that Warhol was doing when she was showing this like. Marilyn Monroe's series with different colors, and you can see that it's a, it's a different, even though it's pretty much the same. But but it's, it still changes the colors. They still mm -hmm. change the the image itself and the feeling of the image itself. Yeah. So basically, it's, uh, that's what happened behind that photo. Yeah. Well, and then another image that you had submitted was entitled Oriental Pride. 
Well, let's uh, tell us about that one. Well, uh, it has to do with uh, lots of people, immigrants coming from uh, Central Asia. And uh, you can see lots of people from Kazakhstan, from Uzbekistan, from different places. I would bet, even I'm not 100% sure, but I would bet this man was from Kazakhstan. So it was, uh, I would lie if I said that I was taking just one shot. Because most of the time it was not true. If I had the chance of taking different shots, is what I was doing. And after... Uh, choosing from all of them, from all of them, and I think it is what happened. I took different shots of this man as far as uh, he was not seeing me taking them, uh, and afterwards I just saw the image and uh, it just, um, I just thought, wow, this is a uh, with this uh, old-fashioned with this white noise uh, on top of the image with this layer, it would look like beginning of 20th century image. And it's what I did. Mm -hmm. I just put these uh, small bits of white, these old touch, like old family photo touch. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it's like the pose of uh, her, of his face, the position of his face, his chin uh, a little bit up, as far as I remember. Uh, looking to one side with the window of the wagon of Metro, behind uh, his uh, head uh, and everything, the contrast of uh, black in the background and his face is a bit whitey. Uh, the whole is like, uh, worked very well with the filter, with the old-fashioned filter that I put, uh, the layer mm -hmm. that I put on top of the image. So, yeah, I call I call it Oriental Pride. I named it Oriental Pride simply because I just thought it was, uh, it was not, he was not trying to be uh, arrogant. It was not an arrogant phase or it was not an arrogant attitude, but it was kind of pride of being uh, uh, Central Asian, pride of being, if you want to call it Oriental. And it just like, it was an easy decision to name it that way. Yep. Well, Javier, I really just love your, your images, and I certainly encourage uh, the listeners to come to the gallery and, and, and look at the photographs. Uh, I think you have a great eye, and you really catch uh, the person's personality with your images. Thanks very much. Thank you. Well, Javier, we're getting close to the end of the show. I always like to ask our guests if there is any advice that they would uh, give to someone new getting into the art world. Well, uh, I would like to, to begin with that uh, I'm not that old into the business. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it would be a bit risky from my side trying to advise <laughs> anyone about but if not advising, but giving my my vision is uh, mm -hmm. don't try to don't try to put yourself into any fashion. Don't try to follow any a, a, any artistic movement. Try to follow your intuition. And uh, there is one moment when you feel that what you're doing is right, is what you want, 
and stick to that moment. Don't try to go any further because most of the time you want to better or you try to, to better what you're doing is spoiling it. So it, the best thing you can do is just pursue it and when you feel it's, it's right, stop it and leave it like that. And uh, just keep on working and keep on working and keep on trying. You will have ups and downs, but just keep on trying. Anyone knows this. Anyone knows this. Mm-hmm. So just like as all of us, just we have to keep on trying and keep on working. That is some, some good wisdom there, Javier. And thank you for joining us today on An Artist Speaks. It's been a big pleasure. It's been a big pleasure. It's a pleasure working with you and working with the gallery. Really. Okay, well, we certainly like working with you and certainly would like to see even more of your uh, photographic art. Looking forward to you. Okay, and I want to let all of our listeners listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery Online posts a monthly art competition and exhibition. To enter your art, just click on the Art Competition tab and follow the prompts. While you're there, you can check out all of our upcoming competitions and exhibitions. And if you're an architect, an interior designer, or a lover of art who likes to have interesting and beautiful art adorning your walls, then visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and view some of the most exciting original art that you just can't find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. So please sign up so you can see and keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. And Artist Speaks airs every other Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so we'll meet again in two weeks. Thank you again for listening, and have a great rest of your weekend. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChampaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.